Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. All right, RJ, please go ahead. I'll go to observations if and when I want to go to observations. These. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Are knobs. Playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs. And this. Have a nice fight, Mike. Off. Is observations. Interesting also you asked Rick to take his pants off during the longest segment we do. During observations, Makes sense. You trying to send some subliminal yeah. messages? No, there's Would you like to subliminal. observe? Said, uh. No. Said Nob? No. He's enjoying the view. I got to no. tell you guys, I apologize. The bananas are not, the, the Rocky Dennis of bananas. I didn't think mine was terrible. I just ate it. Did Rocky it. Dennis played by? Oh, I knew this. Anybody? I don't think you've asked me this question before. Well, you know what? You didn't remember. I forget. Eric Stoltz. Yep. Played Rocky Dennis. Um, The mom was? Oh, I don't I know. Come on! I don't remember. Share! Yeah, I don't. I should have known oh, that. Oh, man. Um, You'd say! <laughs> RJ, banana delicious? Not bad. See, they're not they're not lookers. They're not they're no, not, they're not lookers. Now I got you a girthy one. Very much so. Try it. Not not there. You want me to try it right now? Yeah, tell no. me if it's good. Okay. Thank All you right. for the banana. Yeah. I really enjoyed I it. I did say thank you though. You did. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it didn't start out <laughs> well. Start. It doesn't look it doesn't look bad though. It looks nice, right? Yeah, it's not bruised or anything on the inside. Look oh, oh look at that thing. It's nice. Oh don't have to draw banana put it, put by it, its cover. Oh, put it right in your mouth. Is that what you want? <laughs> Are your pants back on? <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, Keep going. I will. Thank you. Uh, so I have a session idea in a minute. Oh god. <laughs> so this this is going back a little bit, but we haven't been together in some time. So last year, our very own Wally Zerbiak had some things to say about Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, one of them was that he was a quote wannabe All Star. Now this is last year, and he was judging off last year, so. We'll take that with a grain of salt. But Pacers play the Knicks a couple of weeks back. They win 140-126. Halliburton goes for 22 and ties the franchise record with 23 assists for the Pacers. And so here's what happened towards the end of the game on Bailey Sports. And Tyrese Halliburton is heading back to the huddle. That's Wally Zerbiak, the analyst on MSG, who a year ago called Tyrese Halliburton a wannabe all-star. He's been letting know I'm an all-star. And just giving that nice little side eye. He has some stuff to say last year. It's, it's, it's all done and over. It was the first time I've seen him since then, so I uh, had, to, had to say something. Was that Clark Kellogg on the on the call there? I actually don't know. It sounded like him, though. Yeah, sure did. Well, well, Indiana, he knows, he, he knows he's going to ask you these questions, RJ. You know well, it. Well, wouldn't you think that he would know who the announcers well, were? Well, I don't know. I mean, he's got so much to do. He's got 500 different stories. By the way, uh, show of hands, of the people I know in my life, who knew immediately the answer to Dave's question, what what animal kills the most people? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Text, text me mosquito. Because Brian's a warrior. 
Big time. Yeah, big time warrior. Uh, by the way, RJ, you're listening to DNR, 98.7 ESPN, WEPN-FM, New York. I believe that was Clark Kellogg. Good. RJ, just know that you're going to be asked all sorts of follow-up questions. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that a bad thing? Yeah. I'm, cu- I'm curious yeah, by nature. Yeah. You're very so curious. Like yeah. a cat. So they call you Whiskers. <laughs> so, reports out of Philadelphia that the locker room, I was reading this yesterday, is, quote, fractured. And A.J. Brown is at the center of it. I love this. So, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, his frustrations, he being A.J. Brown, is, quote, tearing the team apart. A.J. Brown was asked about this yesterday and also took some time to stick up for Nick Sirianni. Like, for the Seattle game, that was on us. Like, we, we messed that up. We, we, we improvised and we went on our own and Nick came out and said, try to get a flag or something, something crazy like that. Like, he really made himself look, look like a fool for us. I have nothing but respect for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because not all coaches do that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we rhyme with Nick. We rhyme with Brian. We just got to come out. We just got to play ball. Your Giants are in a what an, an interesting situation. Well, I think here. what he said is is that him and Jalen decided they were going to make a yeah we're going to throw the ball down the field. But why, so, so why in the world would the coach come out and say we were trying to get a pass nah, interference? This is what you do. He's, you protect yeah. your players. So oh. he's, he's he's not being honest. So do you remember the play that the the, the game ended? It wasn't actually over, but the game ended about the Seattle game on the interception. Yeah, absolutely, the toe tap. Was that Julian Love? It was Julian Love. It was, he had two in that game. Who, yep. who was a pro bowler for the first time. Mm-hmm. So on that how play. How was, was, was Quincy Williams on a pro bowler? To what, are we, what are we doing? To big star. Because uh, the Jets aren't good. Yeah. Because oh, your only, team's great. You're asking. Well, you know they, what? Well, they only you're had such one. a jerk sometimes. I got. We have two guys. Well, I, Quincy Williams doesn't deserve Do it. I think he should be? Yes. Okay. You're asking me why. Why do the Niners have nine guys going to the pro bowl and, and Jets have, have that two? many guys. Okay, but the point is that the better teams get more guys voted in, and that's why. And plus, the Pro Bowl is such a popularity contest; it's ridiculous. So this year, since there's no game for the Pro Bowl, there's not a game. No, there oh, is it's a skills competition. Where, where are you? I don't have any interest in the Pro Bowl. So since there's no game, None. so it, it should restore the the true number of Pro Bowlers, right? Because if somebody can't go, you don't need to backfill it, right? So I guess we we can stop with the. I think they still do though. Well, they but did the pro, the pro yeah, Bowl there was no up. there was a flag like, football game last yeah, year. I they, think they still did the same thing. Yeah, because if you don't want a player injured and can't play flag they football, just they still have to replace you, right? The Super Bowl team guys yeah. don't show up either, so. right? No, it's a terrible well, no, avenue I, you're taking. I here. don't know that it's no. definitely a flag football game. It might be just be gimmicky games. No, I think there's still a flag football game though. Is there? I'll check it out. Like dodgeball or what? dropping a a, a the football from a drone. Well, yes, yeah, that's tough to catch. If you try to catch a a punt, a legit punt, no. Not easy. No, Richie James, he takes it right back into yeah. the end zone when he catches yeah, it. Or just catch one of your own six for some reason. And take it back. So does, that, so does uh, Gunnar Olszewski. He, he retreats back to like his two. Yeah, just he'll take it. Or let he's, it go over his head. He seems like he's just a wild guy. He made, like, he's I'll, an adventure. Yeah. He made, made it work, though. Like, uh, wasn't, he, wasn't he special teams player of the week? Mm-hmm. For that? So. Yep, great. Nice addition for Joe Shane. When did he pick him up? Like week six or something? Seven? Uh, NFL sent out a... Video memo reminding players that it is indeed on them, not the officials, to make sure they are reporting. And when they do so, that the official properly acknowledges but the correct person. But he did go in and report. Listen, I'm just saying yeah, what, I'm just he saying did. what the NFL that's, did. That's why they said he was eligible. 
I'm just saying. What, you, no, what are you seven, talking seven, about, seven, Raymond? Seven, no, did, no. Did, did, did you watch did, the video? Honestly, stop it. This is such a disgusting side did of you. Did you watch the video yes, of number 70 making, making the hand gestures no, he, as, if, as if he was reporting? see what he does? He did, did not you, make the hand gestures. Six no, men walked up to the referee. Decker walked up to the referee and said, I am eligible. Decker walked up to the referee and so did Panay Sewell and so did number 70. They all walked up to the referee. Because they told him they were. They told him before. You know, they tried to stand to deceive and it backfired. Why can't you just admit you got a tremendous fortunate oh, break? We, we, we did get a gift, but but it's not. And the referee did clearly like not hear the right guy to report. But again, he said 70 is eligible. Everyone heard it. The Cowboy defense heard it. The stadium heard it. Jared Goff heard it. It's your fault. So what are they supposed to do? Run run over to the official and be like, no, 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 no. Not 70, 68. Clarify it. I think you would have to. It would kind of ruin the whole deception part. But Right. But it's still going to announce again, it. But again, if you have no again, timeouts, it's, point, it's pointless deception. It. It's pointless deception because the, uh, the referee has to let the defense know. It's a pointless deception. No, you I did it the for no is, reason. But I think the thought is maybe you're not paying attention. You, th- you think guys are glued to the PA system? What, what did he say? What number is eligible? No, I don't think so. Maybe, but I will say though, like you could see, you could see the video. And the Cowboys' defense is pointing to number seventy. That's the eligible guy. Not, you know what? I, actually, right at, as of right now, I'm not having this conversation anymore because okay. you, you can't have a fair conversation. All with right, let, then let, when, the, when this conversation comes up later in the show, I'm not having you it will again. Do, you will do nope, this. I'm not bringing it up. You again. will do this again. No, I will not. I, I will say to that point though, had the had another number been announced, I mean, because he was wide open because he wasn't. On the PA as eligible, he ran into the end zone because nobody thought he was eligible to catch a pass. So maybe it is different to that point. You, you got to see both sides of it. Uh, having said that, though, it's these two guys are amazing. Well, I would also talk. I mean, you can mention the tripping penalty that they called on Dallas that was clearly on Detroit. Yes, the, the officiating stinks. Yeah, I, I understand I mean, let's just, that. Let's but get this, to that was, this was a high level of stink. It I, was uh, right. A lot went wrong. So Dan Campbell was on ninety-seven won the ticket in Detroit. And he talked about he was. I, I give him credit. The the host of the show. They went back and forth about exactly how steadfast were you in going for two? Because it seemed like you had gone for two, even if you had seven penalties and you were on your own thirty yard line. We're going for the win, and we're going to go down. We're going to score, and we're going for two. And and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like ten or fifteen, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it. No, if we're getting outside the ten. No, okay. we, that's we why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. The ten every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. O versus D. When you got the penalty and move go it ahead, to go the. Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. Okay, I, but you don't regret it. No. Hmm. <laughs> That's I argumentative. It. I love it. You love that they were going to go from the seven no, yards. Line. That. He's consistent. That's what you love. Yeah, yeah. right. You like the consistency. They yeah. use who he is. Right. And by the way, they didn't wind up going from the seven. They tried to. Dallas jumped off sides yeah, and they back went at the for two. it back at the three yard line or whatever. Yep. I just think there's like a certain point where you're like, Keith, this is probably just not meant to happen here. Just kick the extra point. I had no issue with going for two. I thought they clearly should have gone for the extra point when they moved back. And then when they moved back up, I had no issue again going for two. When you, when you move forward with that kind of vindication, you deserve to win or lose. Like, whatever the outcome is, you deserve. Because Could you it, imagine? If you're gutsy enough to go for it from the seven, you deserve that win, and it, you deserve to be ridiculed, ridiculed if you continue to go for How it. How nervous the fans would be if that's a playoff game. Can you it, imagine if a playoff game came down to a coach deciding to go for two? Ooh. I think he would do it, if anybody. I think he would as well. 
I kind of love it. He's who Riverboat Ron pretends to be. You're not a Riverboat Ron. I'll tell you Ron. what, though. The, the, second, the second they had that miscommunication with the, the referee and they have the two-point conversion. You just, you just kicked the extra point. No, no. For him, it's, an, it's a no-lose now. Of course, they I mean they lose because they've been they, screwed already. Right, they've been right. screwed already. So the way he sells it to his team is, and now they have all this confidence. If they have to play Dallas, hey, we can, we should have won the game. We go into Dallas and win. Hey, Ray, question for you. So we we're just talking about this. Rick and I were. RJ, I'm sorry to hijack this for a second, and that is, you might play the Rams in round one. The Rams is a scary proposition, yeah. but you know what? Almost everybody in the playoffs is a scary proposition because there's good quarterback play all around. So, so the Rams know, are not playing a you, ton of their guys. If the Rams win and the Packers. Uh, the Rams lose and the Packers win. You play the Rams. It would be the Rams. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like everyone wanted the Rams to go into Detroit because they wanted the Matt Stafford factor, and I'll admit that I kind of wanted that myself. But, listen, uh, we've played the Rams already. We did pretty well against them. Now, granted, the Rams were not playing then like they're playing now. But, listen, you've, you're, you're going to play a good quarterback. You're going to play Stafford or you're going to play Jordan Love. You're going to play a good quarterback. Take, take your pick. I would rather play Jordan Love. Uh, I agree with uh, uh, that. L- let me add a qualifier. You're going to play a good quarterback, and on the other side of the ball, a so-so defense. The Packers defense has, you know, the Preston Smith and, and uh, Rashawn Gary and other guys, and the Rams defense has Aaron Donald, but their back end's their suspect. So yeah, but that good. receiving core on the Rams is, is serious. Uh, it, it is, it, it is. but well, the, Cowboys, running back. the Cowboys handled them pretty well the last time they played. You can get Puka Nakua all over your chest. Yeah, you don't want that. Sounds like Puka Nakua is going to... It he's sounds like play. he's going to start the game. He needs about 30 yards to break the all-time rookie receiving record. So it sounds like he's going to really, play. Really, really good. Uh, Rick, you mentioned this. Nice transition. Aiden Hutchinson was on the 33rd team, uh, 33rd team who I believe uh, our buddy Mike Tannenbaum is involved with. <laughs> what, what did you say that? 33rd team? Tom team. Uh, and he said exactly what Rick said, that they did not feel one bit deterred in their confidence if they have to play Dallas again. It was a stupid call. It is what it is. But, like, I think this is only going to motivate us, and especially as we move into the playoffs and, you know, if we advance and we play Dallas again at their place, I just feel like there's so much confidence knowing that, you know, we should have won that game. And I just want to run through a brick wall. It's like a destiny thing, though. It's like it's written in the stars. Written in the stars. Nothing would make me happier than for that. What's a more stupid call? That call or the or the tripping penalty, which was actually which which should have been on Hutchinson. He can't give it up. By the way, Aiden Hutchinson borderline dirty in that game. I mean, not not just that play, but you know the the play where he sacked Dak and did the hip drop on him, and it was Dak's bad ankle. I was really worried there for a second. Um, Larry C just sent me an email. Just, oh my God. Tell this Cowboys fanboy to just stop it already. Take his microphone away. It makes your show unbearable when he spews Cowboys nonsense and is so defensive. They got a Christmas gift. Say thank you from Santa and move on. I've My not God. said anything that isn't factual. Everything I've said is factual in this. If that bothers you, change the radio. If, 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 the, if these were, if this was flipped and Dallas got screwed if, like that, you, you, flipped, would never, you would never shut if up. If this was flipped and Dallas got screwed like that, everybody would take would be laughing hysterically. Oh, look at Dallas with their lack of awareness. They can't even run a trick play properly. They ran That's the what trick the play properly. No, well, they actually, didn't. I mean, you actually they clearly did it. That's well, why they got flagged. <laughs> and, could, you imagine what, could you imagine what the conversation would be if if that had not been if, if it wasn't screwed up after Mike McCarthy went with the YOLO second down throw on the. Uh, into the end yeah, zone. That's a, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. Mike McCarthy's catching a huge break here. Huge here, break. Mike McCarthy okay. stinks. Here's my final word of this. This is what would frustrate me the most, this whole thing, is if I was the coach of the Detroit Lions and the referees, and I don't even know if it was, if it was, what's his name, Brad Allen? Yeah, and then he lied after. 
came in, and I was we'll see him uh, on Saturday. Okay, and, and I was the one. Whoever I explained it to, it's part of the officiating crew. So they should all you'd imagine like get together and talk about what we just talked about. If I went step by step, like the whole reason that we're doing it this way is because we've set it up where Skipper comes in for the game and will run in and say I'm eligible. So that's going to be part of the whole deception. We're going to have Sewell, who's 58, and Decker, who's 68, and we're going to put them all together with the referee to try to, for whatever reason, if someone's not paying attention, deceive the defense. And I explained every step of it. Like, this is exactly why we're doing it and how we're doing it. And then they screw it up. I would have had a nervous breakdown. Well, you saw what they were doing. Like, I know exactly what they're doing. The skipper went nuts. Okay, but I Campbell was going crazy. Here's Here's where Ray loses me, though, in this whole thing, is I explained it to you. If this was just something willy-nilly, right. I was like, hey, we're going to do this to try to deceive yep. the other team, and it screwed up because the referee had no idea what the hell was happening, I would get it. Like, you screwed up. You, you try to get too too cute. But I told you I was going to get cute and explained it to you. I told you exactly what we were going to do, and you just oh. ignored it or didn't understand Again, it or whatever. Even taking all of that into account, you had ample time to correct the official. Right, but why is the official, my other thing would be, why is the official running away? Why is why the official? Just, why why is like, the official obligated to help you in your deception? Because well, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, like I'm sitting, there, I'm, I'm looking you in the face and telling you I'm eligible. Like, and you can't just all of a sudden because you're assuming look over Rick, and see seventy video, running in. Watch the video again when 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 seventy Skip, doesn't when touch Skip, his jersey. When, I've Skip, watched when it. Skipper's coming out, he's making a hand gesture. He's making a hand gesture. That's why he. That's why he's he said he's eligible. You can continue with him. I'm done with him. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. My head's going to explode. All righty. To avoid head explosions. A little lighter. Gardner Minshew was mic'd up. Well, these are two games that I, I was robbed, by the way. If, you if, were robbed. I took the Colts, too. Well, me and you both, then. Meaningless touchdown. If, if Dak doesn't sell that ball out of bounds, we, we never even have to worry about the two-point conversion. Two of my games. Two losses. Not, not good. Not right. You also got very fortunate in the Cowboys game to even get that seven-point lead. The Colts I, game was awful. I can't help you, Matthew Stafford, wants to throw interceptions late. <sighs> or not Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, I'm sorry. Wrong guy. No, let's not bring up the Rams game, please. Um, Yeah, yeah, you too. Thanks. <laughs> so, Gardner Minshew mic'd up during the Colts game against the Raiders, and he was chased around all day by Max Crosby, and uh, he was had some funny things to say. Come on, little ass boy. Come on, little ass boy. Dude, Max Crosby is so damn angry. But, like, the thing is, like, he's not really that angry. I know, right? He keeps calling everybody little ass boy. Hey, little ass boy. I'm like, I'm little out here, but not always, you know? <laughs> I love Gardner Minshew. <laughs> He's so angry. He's so angry. <laughs> oh, I like I'll tell you what, though. That Crosby, man, he don't stop. He's a he monster. Is something he else, does not huh? stop, man. You see, he plays like every single play of every yep. single game. Yep. We should bring that up too, by the way. We don't. You don't give your guys enough credit. You're not a real. You're a great fan. Xavier McKinney right. and. Yeah, no Okereke. They played every snap. Every snap. Okereke has had a special season too. Yeah, really good. He's got a great case for the Pro Bowl as well. But he, he's an alternate. Yeah, I, I would think yeah, he would Dexter was the only one that got the. Uh, That's no. right. Um, JJ McCarthy, Michigan quarterback, twenty-six and one as the starter of Michigan. He spoke yesterday about sign stealing at Michigan. But he flipped it a little bit. I don't want to say a crazy number, but I'd say a good number. 80% of the teams in college football steal signs. And, you know, it's just a thing about football. You know, it's been around for years. We actually had to adapt because in uh, 2020 or 2019, like when Ohio State was stealing our signs, which is legal, and they were doing it the legal 
way, we had to get up to the level that they were at. And we had to, you know, make it an even playing field. We do work our butts off. We do watch so much film. You know, there's a lot more that goes into play. And a lot of stuff that gets masked, a lot of work that gets masked just because of the outside perception of what sign stealing is all about. <sighs> if Michigan wins, which I think they will. Is it tainted? In any way. I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. I, I just I hate that explanation though. Uh, yeah, it's not the great. No, they, they were the, cheating. You we broke were cheating. A, you broke a rule, but it's right. not, they didn't cheat. They did it the way that's allowed, and yeah. you did the way that says in the in the rule book. You're, you're not, not allowed, allowed to do, to do, it, do like it like that, which almost seems ridiculous that you can't. Right, but I but think that's that is even, the rule. But I even think that's why the Astros, like when that when that letter went out, stop, and they didn't stop. That's when yeah. that, that's when penalties. Yeah, you've crossed the line. Are, are, are thrown down. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you, you hear what Feinbaum said yesterday? He said. Win or lose, doesn't matter. Harbaugh's gone. I did hear that. Well, he, yeah. hi- he hired Don Yee, too. Yeah. Right. That's his agent. Michigan. Must be nice where you have a $125 million deal just sitting on the table, and you're like, meh, I'll wait. Because yeah. he can get probably more <laughs> AAV. Uh, he'll probably get close to 20, yeah. Yeah. Michigan, by the way, probably going to set the record for most players drafted off a single team. Is not, that right? In one year. In what, not in its entirety, like that LSU team from 2019 and a bunch, right. like the Miami teams from back in the day. But yeah, I bet you they're going to have about 20 players drafted. Wow. Somebody told you this uh, months ago. Michigan, big boy. You love them. I, I love uh, the, Center for Alabama. Transfer. Transfer. Gone. Yep, portal. All Done. the snapping <laughs> issues. McLaughlin, a lot of snapping Ma- issues. McLaughlin, yeah. He had a lot of trouble in the SEC championship, too. So this is a, a prolonged issue. Uh, I would imagine, though, if you're, can you imagine being in the center looking at that defensive line for Michigan? You know, it's funny you bring that up, they're though. They're really good. Because Jalen Milrow, who was on the receiving end of those bad snaps, uh, he shared some insight he had from Bill O'Brien from back in the day. My own offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, told me I shouldn't play quarterback. So there's a lot of things I can you know, have motivation on, and that is something I have motivation from. You should not be a quarterback. And he's a sophomore, right? So he's got years left at Alabama if he chooses. Yeah, he battled back after that benching, so I give him credit. RJ, I've really transitioned you well in observations today. You have. Yes. You've done a lot. Look, look at you. Like uh, you said, I just I brought Alabama. No, you Boom. really are right the best. Milrow. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, well, when Ray started babbling about the Cowboys, like we were scripted. able to get a couple of things in here. Before we get to DHF, did you, by any chance, catch the final score of the Grambling women's college basketball game as they took on they, they the College them. of Biblical Studies, <laughs> which is a real school. This is not Dave's game. Uh, this, may, this may shock you to find out the College of Biblical they're Studies. Known by, they're known by Cobbs, by the way. The College of Biblical Studies. Uh, uh, Cobbs <laughs> is not great at basketball because they lost by 141 points. Which is Nazareth a, to bone. 140. What was the final? Uh, 159 to 18. A close one. But don't you call up the dogs at some, at some point, point if you're grambling? Well, can you? They opened the game on a 37 nothing run. <laughs> what? Why would that well, why game be the, scheduled? Why do you call off the dogs? Yeah, at some point. I don't win by a hundred and something points. What are you supposed to do? You just go down and score. What are you going to no, do? No, no, I'm not going down to score. You I'm going to take shot clock at, violations the yes, whole time? Yes. No. When you're up by 90, you're going to just go, all right, uh, Tisha, pour it in. No, I think. Stephanie, pour it in. No, I think, no. I think when you're at 90, you got to get to 100. 141 is excessive. If you're within a striking distance of 100, you're going to get there, I think. Bertha, go ahead. Put it in. <laughs> Big Bertha. What position does she play? Center. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raymond. Taking an Uber to and from your own bank robbery. Did it happen? Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. In Florida. The Florida Panthers, I was coaching. Yeah, you don't care. No. No, don't care. So this is from John. Uh, typically when you think of people causing trouble late at night, like, you know, throwing things at cars or pedestrians. This or, comes from John Winthrop? No, just a man named John. Oh, okay. On, on the Twitter. He knows who he is. You think of T 
teenagers or young kids. Uh, not in this place. So some people in a place, um, the people were actually police officers. And what they were doing in, in this unnamed place is uh, they were throwing slushies out of their unmarked police car at pedestrians. Uh, and they taped it. And, and it sounded like this. The actions of officers caught on video throwing drinks on citizens who were simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. Laughing at the outcome. They're driving around taping each other in an unmarked police vehicle while on the job throwing slushies at people. Can I can I hear the police audio once more, please? I don't think you can, Dave. I think that was a one-time oh. only sort of thing. I know what you're going for, and I, I can't let you do I, that. I think I heard like an straight, accent there. Straight out of Super Troopers. Uh, I can't let you. So uh, between 2018 and uh, and when they were uh, arrested, ironically enough, by some of their uh, co-workers, there were 24 incidents confirmed of them throwing slushies at people driving around. Uh, they got three months in prison. So I asked you, did this happen in Florida? What the police officers did? Yeah, they went to prison. Wow. For, for, what do you mean? the police? Yeah, they were throwing slushies at people. I'm surprised that would be met with prison. 24 times? You should you should call and then get them out. Yeah, tell me a little uh, plan. I have a, I have a way to get you out. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that for them to get out. But three months, I think I would take the three months. Yours was a life in prison. Let me demonstrate for you. Here's how it's done. Can I hear the uh, police audio one more time? No, please? You, no, you really can't. I'm sorry. I love you, but you can't. I think you can. I think you can get it correct without hearing it. I'm again. gonna say no because it did. It didn't. Sound I had a like... person throw a frappuccino on my car one time. Good, you probably deserved it. What'd you do? You cut them it. off. Uh, That's not nice. I, I know. I didn't cut them off. I was probably riding a little bit too. You were right they behind were driving them. driving slow. So you were right on their tail, and they, I was they, they threw a, a, a frappuccino over <laughs> like, 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 like a grenade? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, Cast down! <laughs> it sounded Louisianian. Louisianian to Ooh. me. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, it didn't sound like Florida. All right. No, you sound I'm going to say not Florida. Hey, call I'm, not, I'm not overly confident. I'd like to hear the audio once more, but he won't play it for me. That's right. I wonder if this place has the uh, killer, killer cops. <laughs> 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 see so I'm thinking around people uh, on a little bit of cow. <laughs> that was um, and he was so good. He's like, I'm thinking this is gonna be like a it's different the cows. Thing that happened today. I, I brought up like the top 20 animals that kill people. Cow wasn't anywhere near the list, and it went down to like four animals that kill four to ten people a year. Between this and the Cowboys, Ray's gonna attack you with a stapler later. It was the greatest thing that's happened this entire. You, you say you say that. I have emails pouring in and texts pouring in and tweets pouring in how Ray sounds like a, a fool. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Dave. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say not Florida. Louisiana? I don't, I didn't really, wasn't really paying attention to the Listen, sound Listen, the voice sounds like it's okay. a, a real Southern voice. I'll take your word for it. Not Florida. Raymond. Uh, I feel like it's not Florida. I feel confident in that. Well, you're off to a 1-0 start, all of you. Let's go. Kentucky, actually. See? So good job. Your analysis was spot on, Dave. I heard that right in there. You did. Well done. Let's hear it again so we can, uh, I want to really uh, pinpoint it. The actions of officers caught on video throwing drinks on citizens who were simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. Laughing at the outcome. Yeah. Not overly bright. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a smart, you can film it, not a great idea. Great. It really is unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, you remember when I, I called out for our moderator? Oh, he called. So he's, he's on the line. All right. He, he thinks he has the answers to okay. yesterday's discussion. Mark in Colorado. Mark, good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning and happy New Year to you, Dave and Rick. And uh, I just 
I just basically heard the moderator bat signal yesterday yep. when I was driving home from work and listening to the podcast. And so help me understand, uh, Rick and Dave, what are you trying to accomplish with this Jersey issue? Because I really want to know, you know, basically Rick's perspective on, on trying to give you this Jersey. Yeah. Rick explain. Well, listen, Mark, Dave has a, a beautiful new, uh, TV room, right? Which I feel I'm partly responsible for because there was there was never talk of a a, a room with multiple TVs till I mentioned it. Now he's got this beautiful room. TVs are a little close together, and I don't know why he really uses the quad box on the big TV. But um, I said to him, I'd like to help decorate it. I'd love to give you a, a a jersey to put on the wall. But Mark, just to follow up on that before you make your edict here, you know I love the Rangers. You know I detest the Islanders. I said, yeah, I'd love a DPHO jersey, 39, from BU or the U.S. Olympic team. I don't want it the Islanders' version. He said, that's the one I want to give to you to prove that you'll do it or not. So, so Rick, why why is it the Islanders' jersey that's, that's so important? Well, because that's the team I play for in the NHL. And if you and if we're and as close was, to, if we're as close as he says we are, it shouldn't matter what team it is. It should just matter that it's my jersey. And so so essentially that's the high point of your of your hockey experience. You were the number one draft pick and that that makes you feel really proud and good about your life and and your profession, doesn't it? Well, and it's also the reason why I have this job, Mark. If I was just, you know, Rick who went to BU and played on the the Olympic team, I don't I don't know if I have this job. And 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 your relationship with Dave is so important that you're trying to celebrate having that job, right? Correct. It's my life. And so, yeah, and and so, so Dave, do you see that he's sharing with you at such a, a high, intimate level at this point? When he's trying to give you this jersey, it's a very intimate act by, right. by your And I feel the here. intimacy, Mark, but here's my retort, is that I detest the jersey he's trying to give me. I love him, and I would love it if he would give me a jersey of a team I was more comfortable putting in my home. Have you ever given a gift to anyone, Dave, where in retrospect it's really more about you than it is about the receiver of no, the gift? Have no. you ever had a moment like I, that? In I your always life? think about the receiver. I never really think about being the gift giver. I just want to make the other people happy, Mark. Well, and I think making the other people happy is important here for you as well because Rick is really sharing something deep with you. I mean, I think you got to take the jersey and be proud of it. And Mark, be how about if I take the jersey and give it to partner. you? You want the jersey? I would love yeah. to have a Ricky Pietro Islander signed jersey in my television room. I think that'd be amazing. I'd put I'd put it in my office where people come in for mediation and legal services because I'm also an attorney. I display it proudly in my foyer of my office here in uh, Colorado. I, I'd be so proud of that. But I would say I would have a spot reserved next to it for anything you want to send me that's equally precious to you, Dave. Okay. We have, we'd have a shrine to both of you. I tell you what, Mark. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send them something. Thank you. That would be wonderful. I, I would I would enjoy that so much. That that would be so wonderful. And you guys are the best. We we I got up at... 4.30 this morning to call in. Thank you. We, we love you, Mark. I'm going to put him on hold, get his address. I'm going to send him something. Yeah, we'll send him something. Yeah, I think he's terrific. I really do. I love that he called. And he, he takes it so seriously. So well, he, he sides with you in this it's one. very serious. He, t- he sides with you in this one. To, it's how intimate this is. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Why is it just someone humming? This is someone that's been, it's probably tragically attacked it's by a cow. The, it's the woman in your ear. It's oh. Streisand. It's Saquon Barkley's last go. game. Take your pick. Wow, Santa, you are so deep. Yeah, there's a lot of depth there, Raymond. Did you read the article that I sent you? Yeah, we did. Right. Santa, this is why this is why we really feel like you need to you need to really just spread your wings and let us put you on dates. But ha- Brian knew that so many people die from the mosquito and you thought it was the cow was the leading well, killer Brian's of people. Brian's obviously a, a way deeper person than I am. No, I don't think he's deeper. No, I think I you're think very that, deep. That talks about the depth of a person. I just no. think maybe he's just brighter than you. I don't know if we have to go there. I mean, it's just because uh, he knows uh, that mosquitoes uh, again, kill many, more people doesn't I mean, how smarter. many people threw out mosquito other than Brian? But, okay. But that would make him probably brighter than you. In a certain area, though. I don't think we just blanket, blanket statement it. No, I, I mean Santiago is covering up teams' very missteps. Is, is Raymond's specialty? You can say what you want, mm-hmm. and there's people that he's very polarizing. I get it, very polarizing. I I, I love. I'm him, not sure there's, there's many people that know as much football as Raymond. I would, savant, I, would, I, would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. A savant. I think Raymond is, a, which is why when he has takes that I think are so. Off base, it bothers me this, so much. This is hilarious because you, in the same breath that you say that that I know football pretty well, right? Very right? well. You you feel pretty confident in me yes. saying that. But but and, you do you have spend... moments of bizarre yeah, football yeah, analysis, yeah, like like that time that I said that Dak Prescott is a is a very good borderline elite quarterback, and you and you basically laughed me out of the room. And oh, who's leading the league in touchdown passes this year? Yeah, Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah. Got, I, right. I don't so, know, I right. Don't know so because the clock is is right twice a day. Okay, Stephen A. We all, get it. All of a sudden, I, I mean, this, this guy his, is John Madden. His, his numbers are pretty much in line with what he's done his entire career. So again, what what do I know? Right, I don't, so I don't so know you're anything. right. So, so you're right, Raymond. He's a good quarterback. I never said he wasn't. 
I ne- if you find the audio where I said Dak is not a good quarterback. You said that Daniel Jones was in line with him, which was, which I was, thought ridiculous, that awful. Which was as ridiculous then as it is okay, now. But why are we going here? I didn't bring that up. Be- because that's an example that you've used in the past to say that I have a blind spot. You, do, I, you have I a tremendous willing, blind spot. I am more than willing to admit when there are shortcomings that I see in the Cowboys, I say them all the time. I've been talking to you the entire you're, you're season. You're a bizarre cowboy. When they lost that game to Miami, your response on Twitter was, "Well, this is kind of what I expected, yeah, so I could just deal with it." No, I, that's not what I said. Yeah, I, it is. I, I, I did not say expected. If you you find where I say this is what I expected, and I'll buy and I'll buy you breakfast tomorrow. You find where I said that. I will breakfast. buy. I will buy. I'd have, you I'd have to dig deep into the. Uh, the Twitter sphere, but I, I'm going to look said, for it. I said no such thing as this is what I expected. I said, oh, this is a loss. You, I, you take it and you move on. That's what I said. How do I look at tweets I've sent out in replying to others? You can search. I think tweets and replies. Tweets. I don't have that on on the it's computer. There. It's, on, it's on your page. I don't see it. Okay. Well, here's what's, here's I'll, what's I'll crazy about this whole thing, though, break. is that you should actually have more respect for Raymond. He's Why? the kind of fan that you like. No, he's, a, he's an apologist Normally, to his though, team. He's a, he's a great fan. I think he loves his team. I think there is a depth to his fandom. I just think that he refuses to see reality what do I refuse often. To see? I think what he do usually I refuse does, though. See? I think sometimes he's like probably overly negative sometimes. What do I refuse to see? Well, some of your your tact after games, like like what games that should I horrify you. What do I refuse to see? Games that, if you'd let me finish, games that should horrify Answer you. Answer the question. Games that should horrify you do not horrify you the, the same that they should. Okay, but why would a, a like the game that horrifies me actually is the Lions game because I was I was livid after that game. Had they won, had, it looked like they were going to lose. Had they won, had they lost, I was still pretty mad after the game. I found that, his tweet. All that anger dissipated after the Eagles had their disaster against the Cardinals. After the Cowboys lost to Miami, this is what he tweeted. Would, would you say you should be upset about that game? Would you be upset? Well, if no, the I lost re- like tell that? me what the tweets. I have a retort to that. I'm not going to lose my mind over a last-second loss in a game I didn't feel great about. Nothing I saw today was surprising, and I won't let it ruin my holiday. That is embarrassing. No, see here. Embarrassing! You're not looking at it the right way, though. He's not a prisoner of the moment. He goes into these games because he's such a savant, already knowing what the strengths and weaknesses of his team are and how they're going to match up with the team they're playing against. So he breaks this down so well that he knows going in that he doesn't like their chances. Which is why, if so facto, he was so upset against about the Detroit game because he actually. So took if he goes into picks. a game and thinks that they're, but th- this team uh, should mean, be competing I mean, this with is everybody. Not, this is not difficult, Rick. You just said it. No, you, this you team, just laid no, it out. This no. is not. You difficult. pick and choose when you get. It. This team should be competing with everybody. If the Cowboys they lose a game, you should with be everybody. upset. Aside from the Buffalo and San Francisco games, they are competing with everybody. Outside of two games, we're competing with everybody. Great. You, the Cowboys should win a Super Bowl this year, or at least get to a Super Bowl this year. Anything short of that oh is a failure. God. But they're not I, as good as San Francisco. I just spent the enti- we've spent the I'm entire done. season talking about the best team in the league is San Francisco. I love That's the quit. team so that should win. How about when San Francisco was better than the Giants back in the day, and the Giants went into San Fran and stopped the three-peat? You think if the Giants would have lost that game, I'd be like, oh, well, we gave a best effort. No, I want to win the game. And if you don't win the game, I'm upset, really upset. And you don't feel the same. Okay, but but see, this is where you're pulling stuff out of here, and I'm not going to finish the sentence, but this is where you're pulling stuff out. Was I not livid? After they lost to San Francisco both times, even though I did not expect them to win, was I it not? Did not livid feel both like times? you were livid this year when you lost to San Francisco. Oh, I was irate. No, yeah, I was irate. All right, well, well, I'll wait and see. I'll wait Especially and see. given the way that they lost that game. Now you 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 smack your team in the head with the pom pom is how I see it. 
You, you uh, of, of course, because you're a fool. You don't see it. I'm, I'm, I'm a fool. Like, like you're, you're literally making you're things up. You're a derelict up. is what you're, you are. You're actually making things up about I'm not, the way, I'm the way I analyze football. My team loses in one, in one a huge breath, game. In one breath, and my team loses that I talk a football. huge, Here we go. huge game. I'm like, oh, but this is fine. It's what I expected. No. <laughs> Only a, a, a moron would have that okay, kind well, of a take. Well, well they, didn't, they didn't end up being huge games like the Arizona game or the Miami <laughs> game or the Buffalo game because guess what? Dallas is the number two seed now, which is where I expected them to be the entire time. Because you got lucky. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, Dave. You know a lot about that. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh Spell it out for me. Oh Spell it out for me. Oh, my goodness. Spell it out for me. What does that mean? <laughs> what, does that for, what does that mean? Oh. It can mean whatever you no, like. No, no, I to want mean. to know what it means. It was a directed, veiled shot at something. <laughs> what was it a shot at? No, there's no directed shots. It's veiled shots. Uh, what what, what, you're, what, you're, what you're, was it? You're the smartest guy in the room. You tell me. Uh-oh. No, I don't. I don't know. But I know there was some <laughs> some little nuanced nugget there, and I'd like to know what that meant. Maybe I'll let you know through the music. <laughs> Something's really wrong with them. Like honestly, there's something truly, deeply, fundamentally wrong with you. Oh. And you should see that he got crushed for his tweet, too. Crushed. I don't think it bothers him, though. It really doesn't. It doesn't. I think it does. I don't think it does. You're the worst fan imaginable. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's going to bring back the tweets. Yeah, yeah of course. Of, was of, I mean, people people just crush him. What you call him? I think you're a derelict. I think, I think, he, I think he has real deep-seated issues. <laughs> you should be disgusted. Isn't this team supposed to win a Super Bowl? So then just say it, Ray. I don't expect this team to win a Super Bowl. If they have to face San Francisco, I don't expect them to win the Super Bowl, no. And I've said this all along. And the other thing I've said all along, that nothing they do matters until we get to the playoffs. We'll talk then. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Talked about Saquon. Phones are lighting up again. one 800 We'll get to what Greeny said about us yesterday, or at least Drake, because he is, in essence, the show. But stop I stop it. Stop. What do, what do you mean? Stop. No, don't stop. Do that. Stop but it. I do have remind me in the nine o'clock hour something yeah, to don't. discuss with you. Uh, don't project your your anger at me. I'm not projecting anything. No. Greeny looks at you. He said it before. It's no, Rick DiPietro and company. No, see, he loves you. This is not about Greeny. This is about you and Raymond's little back and forth. No, no, no. I'm Ray and I are fine. The he, veiled he, shots. Do you know what he meant? Yeah. What did he mean? I believe it's in reference to uh, you getting sherry, maybe. Oh, is that what it meant? Is that what it meant? I'm Ray? assuming. I'm not necessarily going there. It could be part of the equation. I think it was part of the equation. So you, you the think, math. So he's jealous. Oh, I don't think he's jealous. Yeah, well, of course. Eh, eh, Recognizes how lucky no, you are. I have. found a woman who is wonderful, who I adore, who he can't believe is with me, and he thinks, why doesn't that happen to him? Listen, she looks past various red flags, and good for her. <laughs> She, she, she's able to tolerate you a lot of things. You are a giant red people, flag, is really what she's, you are. She's able to tolerate a lot of things that... that uh, like that, that lady, that lady of the night, Candy, wouldn't have been able to tolerate. You know, good for good for her. So you're jealous. Was the stripper's name Candy? No, I don't know. I have no Peppermint? idea. Peppermint? Nope. See, I actually thought it was a shot at the Giants in their Super Bowls. That's a, that's a, <laughs> it, it, that, that's that, the beauty that, of the that could, also, shot. that could also be There's part so of the equation. There's so many angles. What? Super Bowls that he hasn't seen since he was, you know, prepubescent. What? See, I think that's the beauty of the veiled shot. He just took a he took a shot at your whole being, your fandom, your personal life, all of it. But he does I don't even think he knows what he meant. I think he definitely knows what I he mean, meant. The, the, the aforementioned factors, the the gambling factor, the oh, several wow. thousand dollars. This is what makes it such a great veiled disappear, shot. Disappearing at night and somehow living to tell the tale factor. A lot of things. So, so you create your own adventure. See, here's the thing. He doesn't understand what marriage heavy, is about. Heavy drug use. Heavy drug use? Oh, my, oh my goodness. Heavy drug oh, use. Here's no. what he doesn't understand. You walk, you walk in this room every day and you accuse Rick of popping pills. Guy, well, I don't take, accuse him of popping pills. He pops pills every day next to me at like 6.30 in the morning. taking a vitamin. Yeah, multivitamins. Many of them, Ray. You don't Lots. see him sitting here like two-handed, like, <laughs> like Pac-Man. <laughs> like the Tic Tacs. It's a little unsettling at times. I have what he wants and he feels a way about it and I understand and Ray you know what I tried when we were at that one night to help you get that lovely woman and you didn't want any part of it you he was, actually were he was a good wingman I gotta give him credit I was, was a great, good wingman. A great yeah. wingman you really were you wanna go out again but that's, but that's the thing I, I really didn't want too much of a part of it yeah right right well, but I think you also see though Raymond is I mean is quite the catch like there's, that, there's no guarantee that you wing it up and she's just like here's my number of course. Raimondo got the digits. But there's no pressure on him. If you have a wingman and the wingman goes and, and true. lays it on the line and, right. and she says, no, no way. Lays what on the line? The numbers. Yeah. The numbers, right? She gives you the number. The right. She gave your, she gave us your number. Her number. Yeah, you didn't you, want any part of it. But you didn't lay anything on the line. Let's well, I'm the one that looks foolish, not you. You don't You don't put anything yeah, out right. there. Like he's like Sirianni no. right now, saying that I threw the ball <laughs> right. down the he's field for a flag. T- t- taking the fall for, nothing, for right. something Don't compare be. me to Sirianni, please. Just saying. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. You, you have a lot of the Sirianni rage oh, in you. Oh, no. No, you're, you're Sirianni. You're the Cowboys version of Sirianni. How so? Smug, obnoxious. People want to punch you. I'm getting emails. I want to punch him. The definition of smug is is calling me smug. I, I unbelievable. You really are a piece of work. The you and your killer definition. cows. <laughs> Heavy drug. Use. You and your killer cows. Just really. Oh my god. Uh, you, you, you're you, bovine uh, obsessiveness. Uh, 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 All right, yeah, here, we, here we go. Rick, you stop me when I lie. You stop me when I lie. Can, can you can you stop for a second? <laughs> 
just can we get to Saquon? I've tried for 30 minutes now with you just babbling Cowboys nonsense, okay? I thought we weren't going to talk about this anymore. Keep going. Saquon, do you still want to be a giant for life? I've mentioned before that I wanted to be a giant for life. That was a goal of mine when I got drafted. I wanted to leave a legacy here, but it's out of my control. I have no say. It's really up to, the, to, to those guys upstairs, to Joe and all those guys. And, you know, they got to do what's best for the team. And, you know, whatever they feel like is best for us, for me, for the team, then they're going to make that decision. But me sitting here saying, you know, I want to be a giant for life like I did last year, it doesn't help or doesn't hurt. So I'll just leave that up to those guys. Listen, there's not much he can say at this point. It's not his decision. I mean, the Giants are going to do what they want to do. I, I think he'll be back. Would be my guess. Wow. Um, I'll tell you why. It's funny because earlier, I, a couple weeks ago, I was I was of the same mindset. That I think there's something inside that building had changed as far as how they they saw him as a part of their long-term future. I think we even asked Damani about that a couple different times. And he thought the same thing. Dude, I don't, he's not going to be... He's not going to be happy getting franchised again. Okay. No, but, I, I know you say okay. But at, at what point do you... Treat the guy with some respect. Like, he didn't hold out. He showed up. He was a consummate professional. When this thing was falling off the rails, he was there to keep it all together as one of the leaders in that locker room. At what point do you say, as much as 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 it would benefit us to keep you for one more year and then walk away, like, have you done enough to say, either we're going to give you a reasonable long-term deal or let you walk away? I think he's earned enough respect where I would say that he's probably at that point I where... I mean, listen, the NFL sets it up a certain way. I get it. And I, I'm with you. I would take full advantage of it. Right. But I just think there's a certain... like This is part of the reason why I was I was upset with how they handled it in the first place. Because they took advantage of knowing exactly who Saquon Barkley was. That as much as he'd be upset about it, he would be who he's always been. Which is a great leader. A guy who's going to show up. Didn't miss a day. Nothing. Not a day. Nothing. And then as this thing was falling apart, and you're 2-8... and eight, He's, I mean, he's one of the guys in that locker room that's I get keeping it. it together. Listen, he's a, he's a terrific player. But do you want... And, and again, you could give him two years and $26 million. Like, you could easily do that if you're the Giants. Is it is it worth it? Because here's the thing. How many... You take him off this team. How many playmakers are on this offense right now? None. No. None. Not proven. Not one. I mean, there's a couple guys you like, but no. Yeah, you, you, you like Wondell Robinson. You like Hyatt. There's no playmakers the point, on this offense. No. So the point that Canty used to always make with us, as far as being a defensive player... You need at least you need at least one player on the offensive side of the ball that that's going to dictate what the defense is going to try to do, and there's only one guy you have right now that does that. That's, that's right. So why would you move on from the one guy? Now I, I'm sure in the draft you're going to try to remedy that in free agency. You're going to try to bring in guys, right? Because I think T. Higgins is of interest to the Giants, and Evans might be as well. But why would you not keep the one guy that, if you're a defensive player, probably keeps you up at night worrying about well, how are we going to def- defend this guy? Right, I agree with you, but I think there's a certain point. Like, what are we? What are we all about? What do we stand for? What do we want to? You know, what kind of players do we want to? What's the word now? My coffee's kicking off here. Um, when when you give someone something for doing something well, reward, reward. What kind of players do we <laughs> want to think re- of that no, word? I could not. What kind of players do we want to reward? And this would be right. this would be a guy that I rewarded, especially if he's willing to now come off what he. And again, it's Originally not a reward where you have to go it. four years at $100 no, no, no. Million. no, he said he's already said, I want to be a giant for life. He's got right. no leverage in this situation. I want to be a giant for life, and oh, by the way, we have a second franchise tag we can dump on you. So how do we want to do this? Do you want us to franchise you? Like, we can be, we can be bad guys about this. We'll franchise you. Fine. Right. You'll show up just like you always show up. Right, because you want to play. And you we'll use be you here. up, and then we'll get rid of you. Right. But that's not, what, that's not what we want. 
we would like you to be a giant for life, but there has to be a certain number that we giant feel for life with. For, for the running back position is. No, but I'm saying, like, if it's a two, three year deal, sure. Like, we're not talking about he's going to have a long run right, with give someone him three else. Three years at forty million, right? 20, 24 guaranteed. And it feels three like years that's, at 40 that's kind of what it's felt like for me as we've moved through the season. Is he's kind of come off the hey, I want to, you know, I want to fight for the running backs and get to a certain number, and he realizes now that hey, that's that's great. It's something I'd like to do, but it's the reality of my situation and my position that I need to do what's going to make me happy. That's the most important thing, man. You can say you want to fight this fight. But if you know going somewhere else is going to make you miserable and like you have this idea like what's going to make me really happy right. is to try to be a giant for life, then you come off the you know, 13 and a half, whatever it is, 14 million bucks here and say, hey, is there a number we can get to that keeps me here for the next couple of years that we feel at least shows me some respect? Right. You don't want to be disrespected. No, of course not. Uh, he was asked, how would you feel if you were franchise tagged yet again? If they franchise tag me again, I don't know. Obviously, I don't think any player wants to get franchise tag. Sometimes the franchise tag is, you know, a placeholder to be able to work on a deal later. In my case, it wasn't last year. So, yeah, I mean, if I got tagged again, I think I'd give you a better answer. Talk about my emotions in that time if it, if it does happen. Well, I could tell you how he's going to feel. He's going to feel unhappy. Of he's course gonna he's going to feel unvalidated. He's going to feel right. like he deserves more than that is how he's going to feel. Right. The time, I mean, the time to do it was... Was last year to give him the long term deal? If you're going to give him a long term deal, just because you used another year. But didn't they offer him a deal? They did. And he said no. Well, but that's what I'm saying, though. You I think if he if, if he could go back in time, he would probably he would. Well, take I think that, he also get caught up though with now. the whole like I mean the, the running backs are having you know meetings and everything else. Like let's try to reestablish the position. It's, it's just not it's not happening right now. Um, we know what Mike Tenenbaum has said. He said it forever. If it was him, he would he would pay him. But Orlovsky and I didn't hear this. Did you hear Orlovsky on the K show yesterday? I did not know. Okay, so here we go. Here's Orlovsky. Should the Giants bring Saquon back? Absolutely, at the right price. Absolutely, at a ridiculous price. No. At some point, business is business is business. I'm from Connecticut. I'm not a New York sports fan in the least bit. I have plenty of friends who are. I just believe that the, the market is different, and I just believe the fan base is different in a good way. And if you take that player and, again, squabble over a couple million dollars here or there and allow him to leave your building, when he, on and off the field, is in many ways everything that you can cross your fingers about, I think that's bad business. I think that's a bad look. I think it's bad for your football team. Saquon Barkley and his salary is not going to be the reason this team gets held back in the future. Yeah, that's kind of what we just said, right? That's exactly what we just said. Yeah. And, and he says you're not going to give him a huge deal. He doesn't expect a huge deal. Well, see, but I think that's I think that's the I think that's the change here on both sides. I actually think this has been a change in both sides. I think they recognize how important he is right. on the field and especially off the field. With all the, I mean, it, this was not what anyone expected as far as the amount of adversity they dealt with this no, season. No, not at all. You know what's weird though? So walk me through with this: five wins, right? Yep. Could have won the Jets game. Should have won the Jets. Well, but game. again, this goes back to this. This goes back to what's this happening in Minnesota too? This same why people thought they would take a step back because right. all the bounces you got last year. But as because be, they have not been good this year. No, they the, have not. The start was the most but concerning. Probably should have won the Buffalo game. Yep, definitely the Jets game. Should have won the Jets game and easily could have won the Rams game. Yeah. So this team that is not very good could easily be sitting here with eight wins right now. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's fair to say. Yeah. And I think Dan's point too. Like, I think the the thing you have to take into account when you have a hard salary cap is like, I mean, in how you dole out the money. Like, is if I give this guy a certain amount of money, is it going to affect my ability to to add you know players in certain spots? And the amount we're talking about with Saquon Barkley, no, it's not. It's not. I mean, if they no, if, we're not talking about an no. enormous amount of money. 
Right, forty million this for Daniel Jones. Wreck, it's not going to wreck your salary cap. Right, no, not not at all. It's you're not locking into a long term huge amount of money. Kind especially, of a deal, dude, and especially just think about it. If you do draft a quarterback, and you're going to move off Daniel Jones's money. Who after do you the who do you want him to have as a security blanket? Saquon, pretty nice, right? And, and again, you don't have weapons. It's not like the Niners are saying, you know, what, Brandon Ayuk, we can be without him because we have Debo and we have Kittle and we have McCaffrey. You don't have anything like that with this team. The Jets who I don't think have a very talented offense, have two legitimate playmakers. The Giants, when they have him, have one. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.